Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, J House Radio, episode 79. Los just had some amazing pizza, and I am just making some weird intro right now. How's it going, everybody? Um, welcome to the show today. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to be deep diving into the gun show. We've been talking about doing this for like a few weeks now. Now it's finally here. Where we're going to dedicate pretty much most of the podcast to talking about uh, James Gunn announcement on the upcoming DCU films and television and animated series that he's going to be working on. So there's a lot to unpack in that video. Um, and we're also going to do a quick review of The Last of Us episode five, which I literally just got one finished watching like 20 minutes before the show started to keep my mind fresh in it. Um, uh, I do have a yeah. question for you, though. I might have an answer. Pineapple on pizza. Is that a yes or a no for you? That's a no for me. It's a yes. For you. No. Having a wine pizza. Ooh, that's so good. That's so good. That's so good. Bro, how could you not like pineapple? It's too wet. I literally about that. As soon as as soon as I said that, I immediately knew that I stepped right into that pineapple pizza. Step right oh, into yeah. it. Absolutely. Um other than that, Los, what's up, my guy? How you doing? Give us a quick synopsis on the past few days of Los. How you been? Um, just tired, man. Yeah, ditto. Um you know, Kira's trying to uh, go to school to be a CSI. And like <laughs> one class is like 60 hours a week. Jeez. That's one deep. Class. That's deep. It's literally more than like jobs. Like honestly. She spent 10 hours doing schoolwork today. Goodness gracious. 10 hours doing schoolwork. Wait, so she's literally going to school to be a CSI. Like yeah. you're not over. Oh, I, I thought you were like being sarcastic for, for no, a second. No, no, I'm being 100% true. She's going to school to be a CSI. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, so that's then, what's but, it, but what's kind of funny is now she'll watch these um, these procedural shows that show like the the crime lab, and she's like, "That's not how that's done." Blah blah blah. blah, blah. Yeah. And so then, now, then, you know, I laugh to myself because there are times we'll watch something that's like, you know, how do you hack into something or how how technology works? I'm like, that's not how that works. Oh yeah. Like, Why do you gotta ruin it for it? Just watch it. And now I can't you know, now... say anything, so I'm like. <laughs> Okay, baby. You so it. now you can be like, now you see what I mean. Exactly. Uh, Dark Legion and chat are residential uh, chatster in the J House realm. Uh, only you have to worry about is typing on your keyboard and mouse and anything on a desk sound when you have your mic directly. Oh, you're talking about the mic. Okay. I was wondering where this conversation was going. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because when you have, well, believe it or not, that mic is, that mic is pretty omnidirectional. Okay. So when you use it, you kind of speak into the pattern, so you really don't get that problem. Because remember when we were doing the podcast before, I would type on my laptop or what have you, and you wouldn't hear it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that, that was the thing I was worried about if I had it on my desk, because like nine times out of ten, I'm typing while we're doing the show, and I hope it doesn't pick that up. But it's if you guys... good with it. Yeah. It shouldn't. But if you slide it around, because that's the one... You and I have that habit of we're always moving the mic. Yeah, yeah, I'm always like, yeah, adjusting it, you know. And it's usually before you make a before you make a point, you're like, yeah, well, let me tell you, and this is my point. <laughs> That's like such an old school radio thing, too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good morning, Mister um, Mister America, and all the ships at sea. Uh, good morning, Vietnam. Um, you know what's funny though? Most people don't get that reference anymore. Good morning, Vietnam. No, 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 no. Good morning, Mister and Mrs. America, and all the ships at sea. I didn't know that actually either. That's so, what I, 
Really? That's from World War II when they would actually broadcast, um, New York would broadcast out the, their, their shows. And on the news, you know, since it was going to the ships at sea, mm-hmm. it'd be good morning, Mr. Mr. America, meaning the country, and mm-hmm. all the ships at sea is from World War II. Like if you're a big, if you do a lot of film history and radio history and stuff like that, they talk about that. And if you're like me, a film connoisseur, they will actually watch movies from the 30s and 40s, you know, and mm-hmm. then some silent movies and stuff. Hell, I've seen, even seen Birth of a Nation. Oh, you know? I yeah, my film class made me watch that film. Trust me, I know about that one. <laughs> you know what? And it's the 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 professor who made us watch it. Right, we watched it in class together, and he would point out all these technical errors. Mm-hmm. And things like that and i was like oh that's interesting like at one point where um they're all gathering on their horses and they ride away mm. you see tire tracks all over the road <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. wait a second the horses don't have wheels going so on it's here it's like little things like that like birth of a nation is the most disgusting racist movie ever but fortunately or unfortunately it is the first feature-length film that holds the story together so it, yeah. it has to be part of film history yeah, anybody who takes a film history class or just film class in general, nine times out of ten, they're going to make you watch that film, which I had to sit through that film. Um, yeah, they also make you watch Star Wars, though, too, believe it or not. No, I, I haven't had to sit through that. Well, in, in class, anyways. Um, so before we move on and jump into more topics, uh, don't forget, guys, if you're watching us live, hit the like button, subscribe so you guys can catch any up, upcoming films, uh, upcoming films. Well, well, hopefully one day upcoming episodes of J House Radio. And if you guys are listening to us on the audio version of the podcast, uh, leave us a review. Don't forget to subscribe to us on the audio, audio version as well. And support us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. If you guys want to support us financially, it'll help us keep going strong with the show and hopefully uh, bring more projects to you guys. So and keep us in coffee, and keep Los with his coffee. Look at that amazing mug that Los's girl got him for Valentine's Day. Early Valentine's Day, Early Valentine's Day president. Enterprise. Yes, yes. Um, so, like I said, uh, we talked. I just mentioned the topics that we're going to jump into tonight. But before we do that, I wanted to quickly, like, touch this little topic. Uh, this is Los Los's favorite movie of all time, The Eternals. Uh, was recently announced <laughs> to have the ninth most watch um, viewings on Disney Plus. Um, it cracked. Um, I think it's. I think it's. It broke the, the top, top ten. Yeah, both the top ten. Four plus billion watch hours. Like Los, like are you are you, are you excited about that? It's your favorite film of all time. You know, do you want to oh, give a speech? I. You know what? <laughs> I think people kind of tuned into it to see what it's about. And Disney was like, if they watch more than 10 minutes, we'll count it. That's <laughs> my four, personal opinion. Four billion? It, it is the only MC, it's the only MCU film to crack the top 10 of, of, of Disney Plus most watched show, movie, or anything. I don't know how or why. It's a terrible <laughs> movie. I was actually very surprised. I was very surprised. When I saw that stat, I was like, I got to add this to the podcast. I got to talk to Los because this is your favorite film. Gotta, Listen, gotta do the it. next thing you're going to tell me is that Venom cracked the top 10, too. <laughs> or even worse, Venom 2. That was oh, man. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes. Yes. I, I, I know, guys. You guys love to hear Los and I talk about Eternals and Venom every single time. But we don't have time today. Maybe maybe next time. Um, So, Last of Us, Episode 5 review. Um, We're going to try to speed through this. So, we're literally going to cram non-spoiler and spoiler within 
10 to 15 minutes so but we'll give you a quick heads up of when we're going into spoilers but we're going to try to speed speed track through it real quick um los real quick uh episode five last of us overall thoughts um i was actually not bored and i knew you wouldn't be i was actually not bored and this is the (laughs) first episode i was actually invested in wow really yeah like deeply invested okay i was invested in it and all the quiet moments in the episode was earned okay it was 100 percent earned like if i was on the fence for this episode this would actually keep me watching the show they should have removed the last episode and put this one in its place. <laughs> like, make last episode no more than five, ten minutes and then put this one in its place. Oh, yeah. Or maybe just mash it together in, like, one whole episode and just cut off the fat from the last episode. The whole episode was fat. <laughs> the whole episode was terrible. Oh, man. Episode four and again, of this. because it did not service the story. That's why. You know, if that was set alone by itself like last of Us special a love story okay cool you know you know what you're gonna watch mm-hmm. but you're sitting there watching and going what how does this add to the journey it really didn't <laughs> yeah i feel you i feel you uh yeah same here i i think this is probably actually i don't i don't think this is my favorite episode thus far episode five Hands down, amazing episode. You had a little bit of everything. You had your action. You had your drama. You had your uh, emotions. Yeah, you even had your comedy. Uh, one thing I always have to give a call out to is um, the one guy's brother who was deaf in the show. Big, you know, big up to the deaf community out there. Um, I don't remember in the game if he was deaf. I, I don't know if that's something that they added. I haven't played the game in so long. So if somebody I have, I've stopped what like. Like I got up to a certain point in the walkthrough. I'm no longer, I didn't finish watching the whole walkthrough. So for me, all this is fresh. So I okay. have no, nothing to compare it to. Okay. Yeah, if, if anybody in chat uh, knows, uh, just let me know um, if if he was deaf in the game. Because I don't remember that part. Because I, I could have sworn that, that he did talk. So maybe that's something that they changed about it. I knew I know that they do change a few things here and there. Um, and I would definitely agree with you. Like the, the quiet moments were definitely earned. You know, it was such an emotional episode. And anytime, you know, um, we got exposed to something that was deep and emotional, it was almost followed behind a quiet moment, such as all like the colorings on the wall and things like that. It just reminded us that there was moments where people were still trying to live a life where kids were still trying to enjoy themselves and still color and paint. And just seeing that knowing where the world is at was kind of sad. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of sad to actually see that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was an amazing episode. I, I really did. Um, so we're just going to do spoilers here. Like I said, we're going to speed through this here spoiler section um what did you think about the scene where the zombies came up came up out of the ground i think that that was a really big important scene in the episode like did you like that scene where you're not so crazy about it or um again it all adds to the story it just moves it forward you know i mean you had the warning when they went into the room and they saw the floor moving Mm -hmm. so you know, you were waiting for that moment and it happened. I actually did forget about that part, actually. Yeah. Until I like saw that part of the episode. I was like, oh, yeah, they're coming out of the ground. I completely forgot. Um, 
Yeah, I thought it was cool. I I, I thought it was really cool. I I wasn't. Ex- I thought the guy. I forgot his name, by the way. I should probably pull up IMDb episode five right now. Because I don't remember any of the characters' names. Um, episode five. The guy that was being chased. Um, by jeez, let me read that. Endure and survive. Uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, oh no, uh, Henry. So, um, yeah, towards the end of the episode, that was freaking heartbreaking. Where Henry finds finds out that his little brother, uh, Sam, is infected. That was freaking heartbreaking. I I completely forgot about that from the game. Um, to know that they made this journey for for months or however long they had just to get away, you know, just get away from like the. Uh, uh i think uh kathleen and then to have his brother get infected and then have to kill him like that was freaking that was a sad moment man sad moment kathleen like she made me laugh she, <laughs> she made like you laugh midwestern mom she's like i'm gonna kill you don't you know <laughs> you know and it was just kind of like yeah you know. there, there was something about her character that was very sadistic that i really liked because like you said she was very sarcastic in her um just evilness basically you know it's like you didn't know yeah like you didn't know what she was gonna do you didn't know what she was gonna say like there were moments where like she was standing in a room talking to the guy perry like the guy with the the whole like army outfit thing going on yeah the ex the ex-military guy I thought she was going to kill him because it's like the way she talks, she's like, you don't know if she's just going to randomly just kill somebody just because she's emotional. You know what I mean? No, I never felt that because she needs him. Yeah, but then she also needed a doctor, too, because he was the only doctor. No, but remember the the she blames the doctor for covering up for Henry. Yeah. And um, Henry did. Uh, I think Henry killed her kids or something. I forget exactly. Um. So, you know, anger trumped practicality. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I think I think what it was is that Henry needed medicine uh, for his brother uh, because his brother had something. I forgot what he said he had. And the only way that he could get the medicine was, I think, to kill her brother because he was going to take the medicine. So he killed her brother to get the medicine from him. And then in turn, Kathleen was like, okay, I got to get revenge because you killed my brother. Yeah. So, which makes yeah. sense from an emotional point of view. From an emotional point of view. Sense from a practical point of view. Yeah. True indeed. True indeed. The world needs doctors, especially in the apocalypse. Yeah, pretty much. Because, you know, if I get a paper cut, I need somebody to get me a band aid. Mm-hmm. Um,. <laughs> What do you think of the relationship between Ellie and Joel so far? Like, where do you like? Obviously, their relationship is getting closer. I'm guessing in some sense, but where do you see that? How how do you see that advancing? I see her teaching him how to be a human again, and I see within the next episode you're going to see him treat her more like family as opposed to cargo, like he described her. Yeah, remember she sees she finds the porn magazine in the back. Oh yeah, of the pickup. Why is it so and sticky? She was like, how does he walk with that thing? <laughs> hey, why is it so sticky? Like, what what is going oh, on? Oh, when she said that, I was like, oh, God, I, I didn't explain that. I was dying laughing. That 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 was actually pretty hilarious. Pretty hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's even I, funnier knowing that she's a lesbian. Yeah, but I don't even know. 
I think she does know that actually, but she does. Yeah, she does know that, and that's from another spoiler, which I don't want to like put out there as of yet. But um, yeah, that is kind of funny actually. That's actually very funny. Um, overall, yeah, I I, I thought it was I thought it was a good episode. Like I said, I think in my opinion, I think it's the best episode so far out of the five that we got. Um, the relationship between Joel and Ellie is definitely getting closer. You saw even when she was getting attacked by the little brother at the end of the episode that Joel was truly terrified. Like he, <clears throat> he was truly worried for her, uh, and, and tried to protect her, you know, to the best of his ability. So he's definitely growing fond of her. He's definitely looking at her m more than, like you said, as you know, more than cargo. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I can't, I can't wait to see, you know, once again, see, 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 see the relationship grow even more going forward for sure yeah uh so the scale of one to one what do we do one to five chocolate bunnies one to five five being the highest what do you give this episode it's i'll give it a four believe okay it or not the highest that's rated a big jump from a negative one to a four that's a huge leap this is the highest rated episode you have so far yes okay because again now i feel like there's a story now i feel like now i can be invested there's 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 waves to the story there's yeah. you know a little bit of funny moments there's relief moments there's action moments there's everything and sad moments so it is everything rolled up into one that you need for a show like this and it bumped up from a negative one to a four so yeah naked i can't believe you gave it a negative one <laughs> um for me it's definitely five all out five five chocolate bunnies for me uh they were the best episode so far um and like you said just the storytelling you know the uh, action and the, the random zombies coming up out of the ground was a nice surprise. Um, that whole scene was from the game where Joel was shooting out the window to try to, you know, protect Ellie. I literally was like reliving that moment in the game again, just just basically watching that scene. So that was a nice touch. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a five chocolate bunnies for me. Um, all right, guys, like I said, we're gonna speed through that review. So that is our quick review of The Last of Us, episode five. But what we're mainly here for is the gun show. We're going to break down everything that James Gunn had uh, introduced, a f uh, I think it was about a few days ago at this point, where he broke down uh, the upcoming plans for the DC, um, DCEU. I don't know what we're calling it yet, but let's just say DCU. He's officially going to DCU. DCU. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. So he or talked as about we call it the gun show. The gun show. Um, I did. I did tweet him, by the way. I tweeted at him. He hasn't said anything yet. But I'm pretty sure he saw it. Pretty sure he saw it. Um, Did you tweet him? Next podcast, we're talking about the DCU at you know, aka the Gun Show. Um, I didn't, but after we record this podcast and I post it on social media, I'm gonna at him again and let him know that we're talking about everything that he was talking about and that he should yeah. come on the show one day. Why not? I mean, how how great would that be? That um, would be interesting. <laughs> that'd be very interesting. Very interesting. All right, so we're going to break down. Um, we're going to try to get through everything that he mentioned. Even if we don't deep dive into it, we're going to at least touch base on it with the best of our knowledge. Um, okay. um, I think we should start with the current movies that are slated to come out. All right. You want to? Um, I'll let you talk about that, Los. Wait, hold um, on. I got to pull up my page of that. IMDb, I choose no, you. No, that's the new ones. <laughs> Sorry, I had, I had the whole thing listed and then i think i scrolled and where the hell did i put it here we go all right shazam fury of the gods like james gunn said it's kind of been in its own universe but mm -hmm. it can easily be attached to anything that's going on 
which is great. I think Shazam was a great movie. I'm excited about Fury of the Gods. I can't wait to see it. Um, I'm going to talk about the most shocking one last. Okay. Uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Um, Jason Momoa had already implied that he's not going anywhere and he's staying in the DCU as Aquaman. Big up to that. Big up to that. Yes. <laughs> definitely. But they also said he might also come back in the Justice League movie and play Lobo too. So okay. Just like and again, this is all rumors that he's going to okay. play Aquaman and Lobo in the Justice League movie, which I think will be a little strange, and I don't think he should do it. That is a little weird. Yeah. Neither here nor there. You know, <laughs> um, Blue Beetle um, is our first Latino superhero. Looking forward to that. So that's going to be interesting. Um, Blue Beetle has always been a secondary level character, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to, to DC Comics. Uh, he was only really highlighted in Young Justice. And, okay. you, you know, and a couple other times here and there in different episodes of DC cartoons. So I'm curious about that one. Okay. The most surprising one, though, is that James Gunn said The Flash is the greatest superhero movie ever made. I did see that. I was very surprised. I, I'm like really curious to see why, what made him say that? Like, I'm really curious now about this. But film. here's the thing. If he's correct, that explains why DC didn't want to cut or drop that movie. I was thinking that too. <laughs> I was literally, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, if this could be that good, then maybe that could be the reason why. Cause this whole time we were talking about all the issues that Ezra Miller was getting involved in and, and like this thinking to ourselves, why do why are they keeping this guy around? Just let him go, drop the film, start over, get the guy from like, you know, you know, from the CW show and start no, no, from no, scratch. Get the guy from the CW show. You don't, you don't, you don't like the flash from the CW. I like the flash from the CW, but I don't feel like that actor can pull off movie level stuff. I feel like he's a very good TV actor, TV guy. Yeah, and not only that, we know the Flash from TV. Yeah. And he'll be a very different like he he wouldn't be able to recreate some of that nervous energy that Ezra has. Okay. I just don't see him do it, you know. Um I just feel like you need a new actor, new start and keep going. Okay. Yeah, I feel like if I feel like he would be more of a serious Flash than like you said like the Less serious flash, if that makes sense, yeah. you know. And, yeah, and, and you know, if you put him in there, he's he's married to his sister. I mean, come on. Yeah, that that's still weird. Uh, no, that, that, that that's very weird. <laughs> but yeah, um, he he said that the Flash is going to be what's going to help reset the DC universe, basically. Um, and did... the thing is too, it's like with that Flash doing Flashpoint and resetting the, the new DCU. You could also eliminate Barry and go to Wally West. And with Wally West, you have a choice of either picking a black actor or a white actor. I didn't I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. And that's that's an easy way to get rid of Ezra Miller and have it serve the story. Okay. I can see that. They actually also dropped a well, they didn't drop a new trailer. They actually no, I think they're dropping Side note, at the time of this recording, they are dropping a new trailer for The Flash at the Super Bowl. They did announce that. 
which sucks because we're recording it the day before the Super Bowl. I wish it dropped already so we could talk about it, but we'll definitely talk about it next podcast episode yeah. for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean the the flash for me, um, since it's the most known quantity at this point, we already have a trailer for it or a teaser. That's the one I'm looking forward to. Definitely Shazam, Blue Beetle. I don't know anything about that, but I'm open to it. And Aquaman, I was never really a fan of the Aquaman man, the Aquaman movie. Uh, the character is okay, so I'll watch it anyway. Though I'm not too crazy about it. Um, all right. So you like Obi One, so I don't know. Oh jeez, Louise, this guy. Uh, so those are the those are the uh, the next four films that we're going to get before we officially start the gun show. The gun show. Um. So yeah, we talked about Blue Beetle. We talked about Aquaman. Um, the first chapter, um, James Gunn said that we're going to have uh, multiple chapters. The first chapter of his DCU is going to be called Gods and Monsters. Um, yes. The first project that he's doing is called Creator Commandos, which is an animated series. Creature Commandos. Cre- creature. Oh, yeah. I, I freaking misspelled that. Uh, creature Commandos, which is going to be an animated series on HBO Max or whatever it's going to be called after the Discovery merger. Uh, do you know much about Creature Commandos, Los? Um Sort of. Um, it's been done before in comics where you take the old classic horror movie monsters and turn them into a superhero team. Okay. Um, there is one character in there that has already appeared in a James Gunn movie. Okay. Remember the weasel? From oh, the second... yeah. Weasel from um, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be He's in, in this. He's in the Creature Commandos interesting okay i didn't know that so, yeah so he's in the creature commando so that would be interesting creature uh the creature uh the weasel is was very disgusting they actually animated him very well i remember seeing him in in that movie and i was like that guy looks so nasty <laughs> he just looks so weird yeah um, but i think in creature commandos that they'll they'll do him a little different yeah what i do like is he said the actors that portray live action will also do the voices in the cartoons. So there is no deviation. Yeah, I 100% honestly, that was something that I got up and applaud him for because that's been my biggest thing about these comic book movies slash game movies, whatever these um, things have been, whatever these um, franchises that have gone from one platform to another. My biggest complaint is that we don't have the consistent actors where, especially in DC, you know, Marvel has been really good with that. Um, sort of, sort of. Kevin Conroy played Batman in how many things? That is true. That Video is true. Games, cartoons, movies, and everything else. But that's like the and exception. They Mark Hamill as the Joker. But Mark Hamill said he's retired from the Joker because the only person he would do it with was with Kevin Conroy. That is true. And but those are like the only exception out of like all the yeah. other movies that we got. Look how many Batmans we got. Look how many Jokers we got. There's so many different characters for the same um, actual character. I mean, so many actors for the same character. So I I really do appreciate the fact that he did say, hey, we're going to try to keep some kind of consistency going on. And the fact that he said from film to animation was very surprising because that doesn't happen. Usually it's usually it's one for live action and then a separate actor for the animated series. So that's going to be pretty cool to see that Um, separate actor, show creator, script writer, different supervisor essentially a different studio but that's no longer in play it's all going to be one unified vision yeah i i like that 
I like that. I, th I think actors are definitely coming around to being in more superhero movies and superhero franchises now because it's constant money. So I like that. Uh, Papa Adams in chat. I see you like, appreciate you stopping by. Um, so yeah, um, creature commandos, that's going to be an animated series. That's going to be dropping the next one that he we'll mentioned start as an animated series. Oh, it's starting as an animated series. And then it eventually go to live action. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, the next one that he talked about was Waller, which is going to be a live action TV show, which was kind of surprising, but yet I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Who played, who played the it's actor? Also, uh, a spinoff of the Peacemaker TV series. You know, I haven't watched that yet. I haven't watched it either. I haven't watched it either. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't feel too bad. I don't feel too bad. Um, um, it's just one of those things like I'll watch it if I have to. You know, if they tell me, oh, it's necessary to watch this to watch Waller, I'll watch it. But it, it hasn't really appealed to me, and this character didn't appeal to me in the movie. So, you know, it's one of those things where if I have to, I will, but if I don't have to, I won't. Yeah, that's kind of what it is for me. It didn't really appeal to me, so I'm just like, I'll watch it one day. And I've been saying that pretty much ever since it came out, and I haven't touched it yet. Um, but it is great to see, uh, back to Waller, it is great to see Viola Davis come back and reprise her role. It's going to be a live Thank action. trying to figure out her name yeah <laughs> she did amazing um like as that as that character and uh i'm i'm looking forward to it i, I want to see what they're going to do with this i feel like this is going to be a different version of like um what is the guy from the mcu um with the eye patch Jeez, i'm losing my mind right now oh uh not dead shot not we're Deadpool. both we're both losing our mind <laughs> Somebody in chat help us. Oh my god. Um Oh jeez, I I can't move on. I can't move. I think no, it's not dead shot. <laughs> no, it's not. Hold on. Uh, I patch <laughs> villain DC. No, he's not a villain. Um Deathstroke. No. Um from Pulp Fiction. Eye patch. Nick Nick Fury. Jeez, Louise. Oh, you're I, talking about Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel. My bad. I thought well, I thought you were talking about Marvel. It's a DC review. No, no, no. I said that I feel like Waller, the Waller show, would probably kind of remind me of something that we're gonna get from a Nick Fury show that that's coming oh. up. It's gonna be. Yeah, no, I feel no, like no, no, no. Waller's Waller's a fucking scumbag. Waller's. <laughs> yo, as bad as they try to make Fury, you no, know, Waller is like fucking evil. Yeah. Yeah, she is. She is no joke for sure. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. That's going to be a pretty good addition. The next one, this is big Superman legacy, which is going to be written and directed by James Gunn himself. What's your thoughts on this man? For some odd reason, when he announced it, I thought he was talking about Superman grounded. Did you ever hear about that comic series? No. Why, why spent a whole year walking America? He would literally just decided to walk. I'm gonna go walk all around America, and it was okay. stupid. A story Superman let somebody commit suicide, like he wouldn't help people who were in trouble. Like, it was the strangest <laughs> comic book series, considered, I think, the worst of 2010. Wow, yeah, I, I don't think I've, I don't think I've heard of that one, no. I haven't heard of that one. I mean, this one is based off, I think, no, I don't think this is based off a recent comic. 
so I, I think this might just be like an original story i don't think it's a an origin story which i really hope that it's not an origin story right well if the thing is it kind of is you know like reading the description i kind of feel like it's it's you know the movie version of smallville the movie version of smallville yeah trying to balance his superhero life and his personal life yeah that <laughs> kind of sounds like smallville's i really i really hope we don't do origin story with so i don't think we need that i really well, don't think we need that right now story. he's already superman but it's about the balance of his life between being superman and being clark kent which i mean done correctly it would be an amazing story okay but at the same time i kind of feel like we've kind of seen all that countless times and so, we had 10 years of it on smallville like you know what i'm trying to say i just kind of felt like so what do you what do you want to see for this superman movie if you can get it your way if i can get it my way um lex luther in his suit fighting superman is one thing oh i would love to see that i would Absolutely. love to see that i would yeah. love to see um like you got in um superman returns where he saves everyday people i would like to see more of that you know okay if we're sticking to that balance of superhero life and normal person life, how him walking around this Clark Kent couldn't save somebody. Cause if he did, he'd reveal himself. Okay. So you, you want know. to see him go through a little bit more of a difficult situation compared to the normal difficult situations that we've seen over all the years, you know, just yeah, kind of switch the, it up a little bit. Why Superman is such an overpowered superhero that his challenges are boring. <laughs> you know yeah you have his dark side because he can take superman's punch at full force right yeah yeah but batman defeated him dark side yeah you know what i'm trying to say that is true so i i just the simple fact that superman is so overpowered i want to see him deal with more moral dilemmas because i think that's something that levels the playing field that is true because he he's such a man, like 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 he's a man that lives by his morals basically. So I think that would make a more interesting story because like you said, to just throw a regular villain at him, you would literally have to throw a world destructing villain at him to make it interesting. Yeah, you, you know? know, or or you know, red kryptonite or green kryptonite. The other one is uh, him against um, oh my god, the robotic guy who was powered by kryptonite forget his name robotic guy powered by kryptonite yeah I'm not the sure. guy's a cyborg hold up hold on one second cyborg my my superman lore is not on point i would definitely say that much <laughs> i mean mine isn't that great metallo okay that's another one i like to see him go up against okay you know because i think those are like two two villains that are real interesting because um lex luther has got his brains and mm. he's got like his suit and i would like to see how dc would make that suit look and behave would they imitate a lot of iron man or wouldn't they that'd be yeah. interesting to me okay metallo because the simple fact is because metallo is powered by kryptonite he exposes his power source a lot in a fight to weaken superman so that way superman actually has a challenge because superman and think about it, if you're that overpowered you don't know how to fight yeah you don't because you don't have to you know how yeah you just look at somebody and just melt them with your eyeballs 
That's it. Exactly. <laughs> or you flick them, or you clap your hands. Exactly. You fart, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> and Legion in chat says, plus it can go bad as well on that suit. Depends on how they do it in the movie. Yeah, of course. I yeah. mean, and, yeah. And that's why I would like to see it because I want to see if they could actually pull it off. Because like, because of Iron Man, now Lex Luthor becomes a problem. Because people who don't follow DC Comics, they're like, oh, they just turned Lex Luthor to Iron Man. You know? Yeah. So that's that's one of the things that would make me curious about how they would handle that. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious to see how they handle that because of the simple fact that Superman has had so much riding on that character over the past few years, especially after, you know, what happened to our last beloved Superman that we just lost. Um, there's going to be a lot of eyes on this. And James Gunn taking this in the writing role and directing role. It's big, you know, it's a lot of responsibility. So, I mean, I have, I have faith in him because he did say in this, in this, um, this video that he dropped, he said, we are focusing on storytelling. Storytelling yeah. is our number one focus. And I really appreciate that he brought that up because DC has some amazing stories, some amazing characters. We just haven't had anybody to tell it properly. My two hopes for the Superman movie is this one that they cast Henry Cavill as Superman's father. <laughs> the irony be a great way to hand off pass uh, the baton if you will to the new superman actor and i think henry cavill is is a big enough person to do that and two just the fact that hey he's in it as superman's dad would put butts in the seats to watch it that is true that is true you know and the other thing is um stay away from lois lane introduce her but don't don't have him hook up with her right away. Like, make that the goal of the third movie. Okay. Because you know? it's so much about on Lois Lane, Lois Lane, Lois Lane. Okay, but show us the journey. You know, let's see him get there. I like that. I like that idea, actually. One last question about Superman. Do you go young Superman, black Superman, or do you go early 30 Superman? Um, Superman is eternally 35. So I would like to see a late 20s Superman, an early 30s Superman, not quite the Superman that we know. Okay. You can't do Black Superman because Black Superman is from a different universe. Oh, you yeah, because he did say that he, he's going to have elsewhere. Elseworld. St Elseworld stories, and this is not an Elseworld story. So, okay, that makes sense. Uh, Legion in chat says, speaking of the hope uh side of the movie what do you want out of the movie well that's pretty much kind of what we're talking about right now yeah, basically the lowest we... romance yeah um all right so oh, next batman. The... no batman yeah no Mention batman him, but don't show him yeah no batman movies i think they should save that <clears throat> for like a, a much later film it, it'd be way too early like don't give us too much too soon take your time build up the story do it right because i feel like if you try to do too much it's going to put too much pressure on itself and then the movie's going to be horrible the only way i would like to see batman in a superman movie is if clark kent calls a bruce wayne asking for information yes that's it that's all i would want i i don't want to see batman in the cape i don't want to i don't want to see any of that i don't want to, i don't want to even see him bat symbol just let me see bruce that's fine but then by yeah. then which I'm sure by then they would probably know who Bruce is because we'll get to that later and I can't wait to talk the about it. The other thing is too, since they're introducing well we'll we'll when we talk yeah. about that, I'll talk about that. Okay. Next okay, one, 
I think you're going to be pretty excited about this. Lanterns, which is going to be uh, a TV live action. Uh, the Lanterns that they're going to be uh, in introducing us to in this show is going to be Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. Uh, basically, look at them as like space cops, um, basically. That was, that's already been done. Already, already been done? Yes, in animated. Oh, so this is going to be probably the just just the live action version of it, basically. Um, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, it can be done really well, but since he's a cop in space, you're talking about a huge budget for CGI and makeup. Huge yeah, budget. yeah. So. That's what I was actually kind of thinking about too when he mentioned lanterns. I didn't think he was going to say anything about lanterns because I feel like lanterns have just been done very wrong over the past few years. Um, but yeah, that's one thing I'm worried about is the fact that it's a TV show and you're doing a Green Lantern story. What is that going to look like? I think it's going to look a lot like the animated movie Green Lantern Emerald Knights where you had, I think it was three or four very distinct Green Lantern stories. I'm going to look that up, actually. Green Lantern Emerald Knights? Yes, Knights with a K. Uh, Okay. When did this come out? 2011? Mm -hmm. Good movie. Nine years ago. Okay. I think the series will look more like that. Um, The good thing is there are so many humans that are part of the Green Lantern Corps. You have a lot to pick from. Yeah. Um, I just don't want to see a lot of the non-human uh, Green Lanterns. Also, Hal Jordan had a relationship with a teenage Green Lantern. It was that he used to train. It was like a very weird storyline. Interesting. Yeah, like if you if you read into the Green Lantern history and into Hal Jordan, you're like, why do we like him? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because if you look at the Green Lanterns, you have Hal Jordan, which was the first one from Earth. Um, And in the Green Lantern core, Earth is like a hillbilly planet. You know, nobody wants to be there. Uh, Guy Gardner, which was just an asshole that nobody liked. Jon Stewart, which seems to be everybody's favorite. Um, If you don't know who Jon Stewart is, he's the black Green Lantern that you saw in the Justice League cartoons. Um, You know, the, the famous ones. Uh, Kyle Rayner, which is a Latino, he's a Latino superhero, Green Lantern, uh, who at one point becomes the White Lantern, the lantern that can use all spectrums of all the rings. Okay. Um, Simon Baz, who is a Muslim Green Lantern, which was real interesting. And I did hear about that. Who who suffers from mental illness? Interesting. 
Interesting. So there's a lot of, you know, Green Lanterns from Earth where they can actually do a lot with, you know. Simon Boz and Jessica Cruz are the two I want to see only because they really haven't been portrayed in live action. Okay. Interesting. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I've always wanted to get a little bit more on the Green Lantern story. So, uh, this could be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, my fear is it's going to turn into Green Lantern CSI. <laughs> it just might. That's my fear. But then again, you know, James Gunn can take the Suicide Squad and make them interesting. I know. Like when he I took first Guardians of the Guardians of the Galaxy, which right. was like a nothing comic book, and he turned it interesting. So, and it's literally if anyone could do it, it would be him. If and mind you, like Guardians of the Galaxy, I've said millions of times, it's one of my favorite franchises within the MCU. Honestly, like I love those movies. I love those characters. Not so, my favorite. Not, not that I don't favorite. like it, just not my favorite. For me, it's definitely Captain America, from Steve Rogers to Sam Wilson. I'm more interested in seeing Sam Wilson's story. Okay. Okay. Um, next one we're jumping into. I know nothing about this one. I feel like James Gunn is really like deep diving into some DC lore with this one, the authority, which is going to be a film. Do you know much about the authority? The authority is kind of a darker version of the justice league. Batman is in it and a lot of other different characters. Okay. I know very little of it, but I do know enough to tell you it's a very dark take on the justice league. So where they're like not scared to hurt people critically. But because so, of Batman, you're not allowed to kill. So DC's version of the boys. No, because the boys kill. Okay. Okay. I need to, I, I need I need to catch up on that, by the way. I haven't watched the new yeah, season too. yet. <laughs> me too. So uh yeah, I mean this one. Don't know too much about this one. Um he didn't really give us much information on this besides what you just basically said. And for some of these movies, I kind of want to go in blind. For some of these, I do want to catch up on like some comics, some old school TV shows. But for the ones that I know absolutely nothing about, I kind of want to go in blind a little bit. For some of them, like like The Authority, maybe read one comic. But then, no, man, you can't read one comic. With all the Authority, comics have a four to six episode story arc, so you would have to read six episodes. Follow one story arc so you have a better understanding of the characters and what they do. Okay. You know what? Comics are a lot more complicated than people give it credit. A lot more complicated. Because mm-hmm. all these movies that we love come from comic. Yeah. These story arcs that we're enjoying are six-episode runs. Secret Wars, the one that everyone can't wait to see, is a six- or eight-episode run. You know? Hmm. So, you know, Captain America becoming um, Sam Wilson becoming Captain America was several comics. You know what I'm trying to say? So there is. So you'd need to read at least four to six to follow one complete story arc and you're good. But you can literally go to any comic book store and said, all right, I want authority. Let me get a trade mag. And it literally is those one storyline in one thick, almost magazine like where you can read the whole thing. And it costs like 10 bucks, 15 bucks. Oh, wow. So instead of buying all those issues separately, you can just get a, a, a trade mag uh, and just, you know, read it. Yeah. And the good thing about it, I mean, it's great because it's cheap, but it also has no resale value. So it's not even worth keeping. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's not worth keeping. It doesn't have any resale. Only the, only the individual issues have a resale value. 
Okay, well, I guess I need to start catching up on some uh, on some comics. Uh, Dark Legion said, or you can just go digitally. I was actually going to say that. You can go to Comixology, mm-hmm. and uh, you could buy the issue separately, or you can... Because um, in Comixology, you, you have Comixology Unlimited, mm-hmm. and in the Unlimited, you could read older books, you know, like whole runs of it and things like that. I, I, I have it. I have it. I have done that before. I have checked out comics that I don't really know much about and just kind of want to skim through it. I've like got digitally. Um, And the ones that I really want to keep are the ones I'm just going to buy like physically, basically. So I think that could be a good option. You know, thanks for bringing that up. uh, Legion for sure. Uh, The next one that we're going to jump into, which is going to be kind of an interesting one. uh, Paradise Lost, which is a TV show live action, which is going to be on Paradise Island, which is the birthplace of Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a Game of Thrones style kind of show. That's going to be very interesting. Very interesting. It is, but here's the thing. If you follow Game of Thrones, you have a lot of nudity. If you follow Game of Thrones, you have a lot of sex. Not only just the violence. Yeah. So now, does this become lesbian porn, for the lack of a better term? I don't think you they're going to go that route. I mean, I think it'll have that that style maybe but i don't think they're gonna go full-blown because this is still dc this is still comic book movies right. you know what i mean And here's the thing too this does not contain wonder woman this is a story that happens before wonder woman is born or created depending on which origin story you use so that's this is deep. more about wonder woman's mother and that's gonna be an interesting through. story yeah. wow i like that i like that so far, he's making he's making some really interesting choices on the story that he's picking, like just out of the box, thinking out of the box, deep deep cut deep cut um like stories that we don't really think of. Um, yeah, like the authority <clears throat> is one of those books where I was like, that's a weird choice. The, <laughs> um, no, it really is, you know, and that 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 the uh, i'm sorry what's it called again the um, the paradise island paradise lost is it paradise lost yeah paradise lost is one of those interesting stories but at the same time you know i'm like are we do we really care i mean we don't have we don't have a wonder woman right now do we really care about her past do we really care about the the history of the island that's one of, that's one of the few that i'm like eh, i'm not so sure about that i think but then again if you put a lot of tna on the screen a lot of people will watch it I, I think he's making his choices wisely. Maybe this could be a setup for Wonder Woman. Maybe this gives us time to figure out who Wonder Woman is going to be. Like, like who they're going to pick for Wonder Woman. I, I think this is just like a slow setup for that, basically. I, I think that's probably why they're going that route. Because look at, like you said, look at some of the movies that we got in, in Marvel. You know, when the first Marvel movie was Iron Man. The character that everybody was like, well, why'd you pick Iron Man to start with? You know what I mean? So most people would have been Listen, like... Yes, I agree. Iron Man was a weird choice. But at the same time, he's been an Avenger for how long? He's had his own comic book series for how long? Yeah. You know? It kind of made sense. <laughs> I mean, did, I, I don't... If you look at it from a comic book point of view, it makes sense. I, I, I look at it for the simple fact that since he is focusing so much on storytelling, I'm trusting him so far 
because of him saying we are focusing on storytelling there is he i feel like he is decisively picking these stories for a reason i don't think he's just going in the bag of chips of like dc of dc and say hey let's just pick a name out of a hat and make a show you know i feel like he's decisively doing this for a reason honestly i also think he's picking oddball storylines so you can fall in love with the universe first before he introduces what he calls the the trilogy yeah superman batman wonder woman i agree i agree i mean because at the end of the day you gotta have a little bit of extra something in there instead of just saying all right here we go let's start from the beginning we're gonna have a uh, justice league movie <laughs> you know what i mean and we saw how that was like we jumped straight into justice league instead of taking time and introducing us into characters letting us get used to these characters so on and so forth he's taking his time so take your time james do your thing just do it right that's all I gotta say. Here's the other thing too. He is going to hire Zack Snyder to direct one of the films. I don't really? Know which one, but he's gonna direct. He, he hired Zack Snyder to direct one of the movies. So sort of the Zack Snyder universe is sort of coming back. I'm salivating right now. Yeah. I am salivating. Oh, let me let me find out. DC is gonna be good. You know what I mean? I I personally believe he's gonna do the Authority. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that actually. Yeah, I I can actually see that. That that makes sense for for Snyder to actually you know take on that project. Uh, Legion in chat says my view on what KJ just said is this: don't don't give me hope. Why? <laughs> Why? Okay. Uh, that's your view on it. I I I, I guess that's that's all good. I can understand why Legion says that, and um, I personally think they dropped the gun. On the DC universe, when the first pun intended unproduced Justice League story was written, was about to go to screen, and they dropped it. Mm. It was about to be produced, excuse me, and they dropped it. If I get you it. Don't believe me? Google it. Unproduced Justice League script, and there are YouTube videos on it. Who was going to be cast? Wow. Um, what the story was, and everything else. And if you if you watch that or read, it's mm. an amazing story. Wow. Interesting. The story that we'll never get, guys. The story that we will never get. Yeah. All right. So this next one that we're jumping to, this one touches my heart, touches my soul, touches me in all the amazing places. The Brave and the Bold film uh, is going to be Batman and his son, Damian Wayne. Yes. Speak to me, Los. Speak to me. The one thing I don't want to see, I'm going to start with that. Okay. Because I'm looking at each one of these movies as a trilogy. So I'm coming at it from, from that point of view. Okay. I don't want to see Superman's son. Why do you think we'll see Superman's son? Because they have their own book. Superman's son and Batman's son, Damian Wayne, have their own book. They even have their own animated movie. And I kind of... I mean, hint to it, okay, but um, I kind of am not really interested in that unless it's the second generation of Batman Superman and you have Damien as Batman. But I would like to see him in the Batman Beyond suit and um, and uh, Clark Kent's son. Yeah, it's... Hmm. I don't well, want to... Well, I'm curious, why didn't he pick the Batman Beyond movie? Honestly, I was when I first heard that James Gunn was doing the DC Universe over again. I immediately thought to myself, Batman Beyond. 
maybe please we're not getting batman beyond still we've been cramming dc fans have been cramming for a batman beyond live action film for the past a thousand years and i just feel like we're just never going to get it uh, at least probably not in my lifetime no, so I think, we will. I think we will get it as an elseworld story yeah you know what we keep forgetting that these are dcu storylines that we're talking about here we don't know what they're going to do in elseworld you know what i mean <clears throat> so anything could still be possible in elseworld yeah um, also like what i like about the brave and the bold is the simple fact that you have damien who's trained to be a killer who doesn't mind killing and then batman changing his mind throughout the course of the comic book so um you know, I want to see that on screen. Plus, Damien uses a sword. Batman doesn't. You know, Batman is not really a weapons person. Yeah. You know, so it would be an interesting story. I, I like the fact that we are just trying something different. Uh, we haven't, if you, if you think about it, we haven't had a Robin on screen very long time. Live not action Robin. Yeah. A live action Robin since the Schumacher days. Nope. You are forgetting uh, the Titans. Live action the Titans TV series. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're Robin right. Outfit. You're right. And the other Robin, which I forget which one, Jason Todd. I, yeah, I, I was more so thinking of like film, but yeah, you're right. Like the uh, Titans, whatever. Um, but like as far as like film, we we haven't had one since the Schumacher days, which was terrible, which was horrible. And uh, they put him in his, in his Nightwing costume too, which I thought was ridiculous. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Actually, no. We kind of, I lied, we kind of had one at the end of the Batman trilogy that we got from uh, Noland. He was kind of like Robin, but not really. No, they just said, yeah. oh, how come you don't go by your middle name, Robin? Yeah, and yeah, everyone yeah. said, oh my God, that's Robin. Yeah. <laughs> not really Robin. Not really Robin. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it's, it's interesting that he picked that story. Um, it's great that we're getting a Robin. It's great that we're getting a different type of story. I'm guessing we're going to get a much older Batman, obviously, because he has a son and all, and his son is obviously old enough Not to... Not necessarily, because <clears throat> um, Talia Ghoul, which is the Robin's mother, mm -hmm. he's been messing with her for decades, for a very long time in the DC comic books. Mm -hmm. So he could have he could have been messing with her in the very beginning of his Batman career, and now he's 35 or he's 40, and... You know, now he's got to deal with his son. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think it may be an older Batman, but there is a possibility it could be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I'm really curious to see who's going to put on the cowl. Um, that's another big role that they got to try to fill. Um, I think by that time, my boy is going to be too old to play Batman again. Um, uh, what is his name? Affleck. He'll probably be a little too old to play Batman again by that time. So... We're not going to get well, Affleck back. The only hope I real have is they pick a Batman who looks, who has more of a physique of a gymnast. Yeah. Please don't give me Twinkle Toes Batman again. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. Twinkle Toes Batman was ridiculous. You know? <laughs> that guy was skin and bones. Skin Here, and let bones. Let me punch some guy 20 times while all these gang members watch. Yeah. I just, I, I didn't listen. The movie was okay. Like the most recent The Batman movie was okay. I'm just mad that he didn't look the part physically. That's the part that I was very upset about. Side note, uh, the new Batman movie that is, well, the new The Batman movie <clears throat> that's coming out, 
is going to be called the batman part two which is the first batman film that had a number number in the actual title yeah so uh i'm kind of looking forward to it but now that i know that i'm getting the brave and the bold i'm like i don't need to care about that anymore just give me james gunn batman please that's yeah. the, that's all i want but we're all gonna right. get in the authority <clears throat> hmm? we're gonna get that batman in the authority you think so yeah because batman is there oh okay he's well, part of that team that's gonna be interesting then and the little that i've researched yeah he's part of that team so i wonder if we're just if it's going to be the same batman that's going to be in the brave and the bold probably according to him it's the same batman as we in the brave and the bold and all the animated series all right whoever gets that role is going to get a lot of work all and right and he's been doing it for a while sounds good all right, next one that we're going to jump into, this is another deep cut, Booster Gold, which is going to be a TV live action uh, series. The superhero is kind of like a time traveler, basically. No, he is a loser. A loser. A loser time traveler. Time travels back and becomes <laughs> a superhero using tech. Yeah. Uh, futuristic tech. Flat out, in the description of the character, it says he's a loser from the future. Sounds like me. <laughs> no, because think, think about this. Like he is so desperate to be loved and accepted and be someone bigger than he is that he steals this tech and he goes into the past. Okay, never mind. That's not me. Yeah, um. and he's very conceited and he's always trying to get like he he'd be the superhero who's on Instagram and TikTok. Like he would set up his phone and go like, oh okay, I'm gonna go fight crime right now, so you could watch it on my live stream. You know, that's who Booster Gold is. Oh okay. I'll take you that know. back. <laughs> so as a TV series, I think it'll work because you can have all these little mini stories of how much he's a loser and not a loser and what he tries to do and how he turns himself around towards the end. Because Booster Gold has always been about the fame. I want to be famous. I want to be a famous superhero. I want to be as famous as the Justice League. That, sound, that sounds thing. like that could be a fun show to watch, actually. Yes. Like just based off that premise, that could be just a fun show, honestly. I 100% agree. It will be a fun. It'll be a fun watch. And you've got to pick somebody who is um, good looking, but is like a klutz or is like, you know, you got to take away some of that, some of that genetically, you know, modified good looks, because I think that would make it even interesting, even more interesting. I feel like you would almost have to get um, like a Ryan Reynolds kind of guy, almost. No, less than Ryan Reynolds. Ryan less Reynolds than Ryan. funny. You'd have to get somebody who who can play clumsy you know how clark kent is clumsy and he's this and he's that mm -hmm. so you'd have to get that type someone who is good looking like christopher reeve or or the other ones mm -hmm. um but have him still be clumsy and everything else and a little foolish that's what you kind of need for booster gold i personally think you okay know? i, I, but I that's feel gonna be a fun series I feel like this could be the sleeper honestly like i feel like a lot of people might might actually sleep on this and this one could actually be a hit really could i 100 agree with you 100 agree with you all right next one that we're going to jump into supergirl i was very surprised at this because actually could we go to the next movie and do supergirl last because i have a lot to say about supergirl all right awesome sounds good though so, uh scratch that the next one we're going to jump into is swamp thing which is going to be a film uh origin story of swamp thing it's going to be in the premise of a horror film which is very different very well, well very different from what we've gotten so far the comic book is a horror film. The car book is a horror comic book. Yeah. You know, um, and Swamp Thing kind of becomes the voice of the earth and the voice of nature in in the DC universe. 
So that will be interesting where you can have these political storylines of, you know, global warming and deforestation and this, that, and the other thing through mm -hmm. the eyes of Swamp Thing, a human who became part of nature. So mm -hmm. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. That, 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 when I, when I saw that he was going to do that, I was like, I like that pick. We haven't had anything Swamp Thing related in live action. I don't even think, have we had anything in live action from Swamp Thing? Yes, Maybe back in the nineties TV series, one season back in the nineties, right? Or something no, like that. No, 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 no. Released a couple of years ago. A couple of years. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that on HBO max, right? I yes. think. Yes. I completely forgot about that. And yeah, and you're right. It was one season. The interesting about Swamp Thing is he's good friends with Poison Ivy. Really? Yeah. Oh, could we see some Poison Ivy in this show? Possibility. Oh, possibility. Or actually, no, possibility. it's not even a show. It's going to be a movie. So I don't know. I, I'm actually kind of I'm, I'm kind of digging this idea, especially since we're going to have this horror element attached to it. Um, I like that. I feel like it's going to be a different style, a different taste, you know, you know, for us DC fans, honestly. You know, and not and, only that, through Poison Ivy, they can have Swamp Thing connect to Batman, which then in turn connects to Justice League. Yeah. You know? So like, I kind of like how that thread is going. That's why I said I feel like he is purposely picking these stories for a reason. He's trying to set up something. Like he's he's thinking, he's uh he's doing forward thinking right now. He's trying to think about the future and where he wants these stories to like land, basically. Yeah. Um, and the Brave and the Bold might be a hint to Superman's son eventually popping up in the Superman trilogy. And again, I'm looking at all these films as a trilogy. True. True indeed. All right. So the last one that we're going to jump into real quick, which was kind of a shocker for me, uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, which is going to be a film, which is actually based on the comic that came out, I believe, a few years ago, Woman of Tomorrow. Um, I'm guessing you know about this comic, Luz. Bro, this is the <laughs> one I'm the most excited about. Really? The most... When people think Supergirl, people think of the WB Supergirl, you know? Yeah. They okay. think of, you know, uh, a Power Girl and, you know, like little things like that. Yeah. Supergirl is not a nice character. She's not. She actually is not very fond of Earth or humans. Interesting. In Interesting. Clark came when he was a baby, raised by humans, learned to love Earth and everything else. Yeah. She wasn't. Yes, he she came later. Came to Earth as a teenager, about yeah. late teenager, like you know, in 18, 19, 20. Mm -hmm. So her point of view is about Krypton. Mm -hmm. So when she comes to Earth, she goes, "This little fucking backwater." <laughs> you know, these people are so ungrateful. These people pollute their own planet. They do this. They do that. Do the other thing. So I want to see that. I want to see the Supergirl that nobody really knows. The girl who doesn't like Earth. The girl who has a lot of emotional trauma. Yeah, you know, that's the Supergirl I want to see, and that's the story I want to see. I don't want this bubblegum, you know, <laughs> Supergirl that we've gotten in the WB. You know, no yeah. offense to the people who made the show, no offense to the actress who who started Supergirl. I think they she did the best she could with that material, but the show became just issue related it wasn't about a superhero story it was like yeah okay, the next five episodes we're going to talk about trans rights we're talking about this and they beat you over the head with it and it made just turn people off in droves yeah you know? I, honestly i 100 percent agree i i feel like when the show first came on 
I was a big fan. Like I, I was loving Supergirl when it first came on. It was something different, you know. Um, I didn't really know much about Supergirl before the show. I didn't follow her too much, so it was interesting. It was a cheesy, interesting, but interesting nonetheless. Uh, and then yeah, like you said, over time it just became like an activist show. Over yeah. time, you know, and then it it just like you said, it just beat you over the head way too much with all that. And not and, only that, they kind of made her almost a female clone of Clark Kent. A reporter, yeah, two shoes and anything, and that's not what Supergirl is. Yeah, it, it pretty much so was much that. Hated the 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 idea of people thinking of her to be just like Superman that she became Power Girl. Oh wow, really? Yeah, you know the the um, the, the female superhero the, with the white leotard and the big window on the boobs. That's Supergirl. Just named Power Girl. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. That's actually Supergirl. Interesting. I didn't know that one. Yeah. That's actually a deep cut for me. Dude, you got to start reading up on comics, bro. Listen, man. I don't have time to read comics, man. I barely got time to watch TV shows. Let's just be real. Dude, Let's just be real. Bro. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, this 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 movie, and it, I'm surprised that it's actually going to be a movie. I thought it was going to just be another TV show, but this is actually going to be a film. I'm really intrigued to see what he's going to do with this character. A lot of people outside of like TV shows, I don't think we've had a, I don't think we ever had a Supergirl movie. I don't no, think we, we have. have. We, we have one Supergirl movie, which was terrible. When did that come out? Uh, 80 or 82. Oh, back in the eighties. Okay. Yeah. Early eighties. It was terrible. Oh, that's probably why I don't know terrible. it. That's probably why I don't know it. <laughs> um, Oddly enough, the, actress who played supergirl in the movies played supergirl's mom on the tv series supergirl's mom i gotta look and see what she looks like i don't remember supergirl's mom i haven't watched that show in so long i actually never finished supergirl the tv show yeah, it's just, it just got the show i stopped it got so bad i couldn't like i was trying to hang in there just so i could finish it because i started it i my, couldn't my hang. only gripe with the arrowverse is they never had an episode where you get Cisco and the tech guy from Supergirl together in an episode where they're just doing tech stuff. Yeah, I know. Because they mean... were very similar characters, and I would have, I would have think I would have laughed my ass off seeing those two people do all this stuff. I miss Cisco. I, I, I really do miss that guy, man. Seriously. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to Supergirl. This is gonna be interesting. I want to see how he does this story. I'm curious to see who plays Supergirl. I'm curious to see who plays all these characters. I think that's one of the things that's the most interesting about these films is that we don't know who's going to play these characters yet. You know, usually when we're getting a Marvel movie, it's like we already know who's playing Iron Man. We already know who's playing Captain America. They've been there for a few years. We're starting fresh. So I'm really curious to see who's going to be the face behind these characters and how they're going to carry this role and make it their own, basically. So what I'm hoping for is more the people cast will be unknowns because then Same. we have no, you know, opinions about them and we can kind of look at it completely fresh. Exactly. I don't think everyone will be unknown, but I think a good chunk might be. I agree. I, I think that's how it should be. Honestly, start off with some characters who are unknown or maybe who are just don't really have a lot of time in acting, but they've been around for a little bit, you know, and, and they got some good acting chops. You know, I, look, I don't look want at, look at Gal the Doc. Her before Wonder Woman, she was the hot chick from one of the Fast movies. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, like I forgot. No I, of her. I forgot she was in Fast and Furious. Yeah. I completely forgot. 
yeah so like things like that i mean you know where it's like you see them in a movie or two here and there but nothing big and then all of a sudden they're a superhero and now they're like well known like i that's how i want it i don't want to see the rock being like the next superman or anything like that you know but can we talk about that after hmm? can we talk about the rock oh boy yeah easy. Yes, we can talk After about with, 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 with all this. Yes, the gun show. <laughs> so overall, I'm really excited for what James Gunn has put together. And this is just some of the stuff uh, that he put together for uh, chapter one, phase one, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the first chapter, which is going to be entitled once again, Gods and Monsters. So I'm excited, man. I feel like I'm getting I'm getting amped up about DC again. Before it was like if there was a DC movie coming out or a DC show, it, there was just no energy on my part to even try to watch it unless it was Batman. And even the last Batman movie was okay at best for me. Um, but I'm genuinely excited to be a DC fan right now. I'm even excited to start reading comics. I'm I'm actually thinking about getting me a uh a, a swamp thing comic just so i can like start reading up on a character because i'm excited about these characters i'm excited about these stories that we're about to be exposed to so let's go man i'm, I'm ready gun show man i am cautiously excited about this i again it's things like superman legacy and the authority that i'm kind of and swamp thing that i'm kind of like it was an interesting choice but i'm but it's still I'm still cautiously excited about it because if this goes wrong, I kind of feel like it's almost the end of DC. And you're, I, I 100% agree. That is, so there is two sides of it for me. Yes, I am excited because of the fact that it's different. We haven't gotten anything different in a very long time. So I'm like, yes, finally, give me something that I can just kind of look forward to. And that's all it is for me. I just want to look forward to something different. Now, like you said, yes, the question is, there's a chance that it could be bad. Everything that we got from, you know, uh, Marvel, who paved the way for these superhero movies, everything they did wasn't great either. So I'm sure there's going to be some duds in there that were like, okay, that was all right. But I was expecting a little more. But I hope that we get more good than not, honestly. You know, yeah. that's the, that's what I really want from this. I, I really want them to really put some time and effort and some love into these stories and give us something that we can look forward to, you know? Yes, absolutely. But if, like you said, there is that chance that he could come in here, him and his team, and put all this work in and everything is just garbage. And like you said, if that is the case, that will be it. Like, I don't think, the, I don't think DC Films can recover from this if the gun show fails see my hope that it's successful is this it will force marvel to be better yes and competition if marvel gets better then dc gets better and it'll give us another decade of great superhero movies yeah once that decade is over i don't know if they'll if people will still be into superhero movies because there was a time for 30 years that Westerns were the thing to watch for movies. And then all of a sudden it wasn't. And yeah. I'm hoping for another decade of superhero movies. I, I, I believe that competition does breed great content. Um, especially if, like I said before, if James Gunn really pushes storytelling to a different level, 
where it's not just about the pow pow and the punch punch and the superpowers where it's like hey dc we're, we're giving you some compelling stories over here maybe that will push marvel to take their storytelling to a different level as well so competition is going to just be great for all of us fans it's just going to be good content that they're going to want to try to push at us i do think that chapter two should have a teen titans movie for the dc universe i believe it'll because, happen because i believe my personal belief is there will be a young avengers movie and i think or young avengers tv show and i kind of think having those two go head to head would be real interesting that will be kind of interesting actually um side note the only thing from besides the four films that are coming out within like the next year and some change the only thing that we actually have a date on i believe or a year on is superman legacy which is coming out in 2025 yeah Every, everything else we don't have a date on yet which means that they're probably I think they already know who the Superman is. If they're already putting a date on the movie, that means they already know who the Superman is. I think they do. Yeah. So I honestly think they do. But so, my, um, my whole thing on this is um, Marvel has gone to great lengths for for adding people of all different, you know, people with disabilities, you know, people of all race, creeds, and colors. And I want to see if DC will kind of do the same thing. Because a lot of these characters are white a lot of these characters are you know what they were they were made in the golden age you know where that was the norm i'm curious if they're going to change you know any of the nationalities of these these characters yeah because raja ghoul um is arabic yeah true so i'm curious if they're gonna add that element into the brave and the bold you know, uh, are you going to have more Greek looking characters in, in that uh, Paradise Lost movie? You know? Yeah. Uh, and whoever you pick for Superman, you have to mirror that in Supergirl. Supergirl's that is true. blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah, that is true. That is true. You know, so that, it, just all things that I think will be real interesting to see. I can't you wait know? to I can't wait to see who they pick for Superman. Like, I, I am like. I think I'm almost more excited to see that than to see who's going to play Batman. Like, only because there's been so much drama around the Superman thing lately. I'm just, I can't wait to see who they pick for that role. I'm actually more interested in uh, Supergirl. Okay. Um, because there's so many actresses that fit that description. I'm very curious about that. Yeah. And also, um, oh, God, the, the, the monster one. Monster Squad. What was it called again? Uh, oh, Creature Commandos. Creature Commandos. I'm more curious about that one, too. Okay. Are you going to stick with the more um, European-based uh, monsters? Or, or, you know, are you going to take the mummy and actually make them Egyptian? Are you going to, you know, like almost, are, are you going to take the, the Frankenstein's bride and make her a gypsy for the sake of argument? You know, like I'm more curious about that casting because... You know, you can pretty much cast anybody as anything because you're monsters, you know? Yeah. I'm curious about that casting. But Supergirl is the one I'm most curious about because there's so many actresses, actresses who fit that description. Um, okay. So Superman, again, I'm is my number two. Okay. my Yeah, my, my, my number one would definitely be Superman. My number two is definitely going to be Batman, hands down, for sure. Um, and Damian Wayne. Oh, yes, and Damian Wayne. And yes. Damian Wayne. Good one. All right, so we've talked positive about this. Which 
and before we head out of here which one of these films tv shows do you think might actually have a chance of being a stinker the wonder woman one okay why so um because of the description game of thrones ish and because of what the game of thrones tv show was i don't know how well that's going to translate on screen yeah because then you know you have you know lesbianism you have murder you have a lot of sex and things like that in game of thrones and i don't think dc can do that so that's the one i feel like maybe the most watered down so that's okay. why i'm the least excited about that one I'm 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 excited about just the idea of them picking that kind of scenery, the Game of Thrones type of scenery. That seems cool, but overall, I would probably have to agree with you. I think that one might be the least interesting for me, just overall, because, like you said, how are they gonna do that? Like, what is that gonna look like? What are you gonna? How much are you gonna have to trim off to make it work? on tv or to make work within the realm of a comic book story like yeah. how much fat are you gonna have to really trim off and then make it like i, I don't know I'm, I'm just a little worried about that one i'm a little worried like i said the premise sounds interesting but just how they're going to be able to deliver it that's what i'm worried about um waller is the one i'm most excited about okay i can see that because of the actress by Vi viola davis i feel like she's going to kill this performance she i feel like she's going to kill actress. it first and foremost in everything she's ever that I've ever seen her in and she she like she is that she knows how to make that character come to life yeah like you know she does you're scared shitless of her you know within the first three words that she says hi yeah, you know, uh, Amanda Waller and you're like oh shit oh yeah you know? so like that's the one I'm most excited about I would hate the work for her I really would hate the work for her yeah Outside of uh, the obvious, you know, uh, the Brave and the Bold, because that's my number one, of course. Uh, outside of the Batman, I think I'm most the most excited about Swamp Thing only because of that horror element, you know, and, and just like that kind of dark story. Like one thing DC does very well, and that's dark, gritty stories. They do that better than anybody. So yeah. for me, outside of the Brave and the Bold, Swamp Thing, especially being for the fact that it's a film and an origin story, I'm super excited for that film. Can't wait. Um, Can't for wait. me, the two, the, the the next two I'm excited about, it's very much a split decision for me. Okay. Booster Gold, because I think you need some levity in that universe, and I think that'll be a great levity. True. Uh, and uh, Creature Commandos, because I like all these old movies. So yeah. <laughs> you know, Bring them on. I, I Bring just want to see, like, you know, how can you DC-ify DC them? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know something for modern day. I, I listen, man. We need to make a pact. The very first gun show film that dropped, that I think is probably going to be Superman. We got it. We have to go see it together. We got to go. We haven't seen a movie together in a long time since you fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Since you fell asleep. Uh, I fell asleep. All right. So before we get out of here, guys, um, Los, you want to leave anything to people? I feel like we put it all on the, on the table here. Um, just want to say, Legion, you're absolutely correct. The Titan series was terrible. I still haven't watched it. I kept telling myself that I would, but after I watched some of the trailers, I'm like, this does not look interesting at all. 
It's boring. There are so you know the problem with it. There are so many pieces of it that are interesting, but everything else around it is just crap. You know, <laughs> they did Raven so well, mm-hmm. so well. Beast Boy, they did terrible. You know, Robin, they did terrible. You know, the actress that that plays um, Nightwing Star or something. I forget her name. Mm-hmm. She's the same age as the actor who plays Dick Grayson, but she looks so much older. Oh, wow. That's horrible. Uh, Legion chat says, speaking of uh, being asleep, where are the bunnies? Legion, we're not going there. Okay, we're talking about uh, Titans right now. Uh, So if you were going to, if you had to pick one show to watch, Teen Titans or Supergirl, which would you watch? Which would you still really? You would you would stomach back more? Okay. Well, the thing was, it's not that Teen Titans was all bad. You know, it had a lot of good moments. I just kind of feel like it wasn't it wasn't threaded together so well. You know, Wonder Girl in the Teen Titans series was great, Uh and then something happens there. Um, Robin when initially shows up is amazing. Then it kind of goes down, down south. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like it had these it had these great highs and tremendous lows, and there were more lows than highs. So, and and they weren't trying to preach to you, you know. So yes, yeah. Teen Titans, Titans. Excuse me. Okay. Okay. I would, um, I would never watch Teen Titans Go. I saw an episode of that and I almost vomited. <laughs> he almost vomited. Almost vomited. It was so terrible. Here in chat says the bunnies are still in the store. They're going to be leaving soon. They're going to be getting delivered soon. For sure. Uh, you know <laughs> that Legion will hold you to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember, my girl's starting to be a CSI. She could cover up all the evidence. I'm just saying. Yes, she will. She will definitely find a good way to hide the body. Um, but yeah, man, I, I think today was a great conversation. Uh, really looking forward to the future of DC. We will definitely be here to keep you guys up wait, to wait, date. Wait, 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 wait. We're not done. What's up? Remember, I told you that we got to talk about the rock in the DC universe. Oh, okay. Quick, quick, quick talk on that one. What's up? Mm, what's Thank going on God with the rock? Out. Thank God he's out of that universe. Oh, so he's officially out. He's officially out. I know there he's mad. Another, uh, uh, another movie with him in it. Dang, so that whole like Black setup Adam. for like Black Adam was just a waste of time. The problem was he thought, oh, I'm the rock. I can go in there and take over the universe and do this and do that. And no one was interested in his vision, his vision of the DC universe. <laughs> Nobody. Including uh, the fans. And the box office proved it. Honestly, I thought the movie was entertaining. I wouldn't say it was the best DC movie of all time. I'm not going to go that far. But it was a good popcorn flick. Yes, but it Honestly. wasn't interesting enough for you to go, I'd watch a part two. Only a you super finish rare. watching that movie and you're like, oh, I'm glad they did that movie. <laughs> There's n- we're never going to see Black Adam again. Unless he fights Shazam. Unless he fights Shazam, yeah. That is true. It, I mean, well, James Gunn did say that DC before he came there was just a mess. Complete mess. And people tried to, people uh, people in the company, and um, I think even fans tried to get on him. No, not fans. People around people who worked in the company were trying to get on him about saying that DC was a mess before he got there. Well, it's true. It was horrible. It was a mess. Look at look at what happened to Henry Cavill and things that happened with The Rock and all that stuff like that. It's it's it was a mess. As soon as Zack Snyder's family problems happened, um, that's when it fell apart. 
Yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, Legion is telling my girl that she should use the chanclas on you. Legion, I will ban you in chat. <laughs> no, you won't. No, you won't. I will no, ban you, you Legion, in chat. Legion makes a lot of valid points, and he's fighting, and he gets you in a lot of trouble. Don't ban him. Oh, Don't man. If Legion, Legion, if, if Legion was a character from one of these DC movies, who would he be? Just based off his personality. Uh-oh, my girl says she just won't cook for him when he comes over. Damn. Oh, jeez, Louise. Answer the question. Oh. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm, I'm to, 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 to save you from being murdered, Thank um, you. I'm glad he's out. Um, I think a DCU is better for it. Um, and, and I think I want to see who's the next person they're going to pick for Black Adam. And I want him to be someone of Arab descent. And I want to, and I want him to, you know, I want him to have an accent. I want him to, to feel more in the real world, not just, you know, some guy from the States who says he's from Egypt. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, yeah, they're going to have to eventually find another Black Adam because I figured that that was the setup for Shazam is to eventually fight Black Adam. So that's going to be interesting to see now, how they go. I think, which rumor is, is now off the table. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, they could still do plenty of other things with, you know, Shazam. Yeah, so. just think about it. You really think The Rock's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to lose in this movie? No, definitely not. He's going to hit the people's elbow, raise the eyebrow, and then rock bottom Shazam. Match over. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, other than that, like I said, guys, today was a great episode. Um, we're going to keep you guys posted with everything coming up with DC in the future. Just don't forget to hit that like button on the YouTube side of things. Subscribe. Hit the little bell. You can get notified whenever we go live or post any new content in regards to pop culture. And don't forget to subscribe to us on the audio podcast forum. Check out our Patreon. Show us some love. Give Lois his coffee because that man can't live without it. And, and don't forget to remind KJ that he still owes those chocolate bunnies. This is the part where Each I press every the podcast. This is the part where I press the stop streaming button and go to bed. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for checking us out. You guys are awesome. Peace and chicken grease.